Welcome to the Business Launch Podcast. Join us as we get up close and personal with savvy entrepreneurs. Let's explore their business journey and how they navigated challenges and reached their goals. I'm your host, Carlos Simonio. So I am here with, oh, first of all, thank you for coming. And I'm here with a good friend of mine. You're here with the Business Launch Podcast. It's been, it's been a whirlwind two months for me and it's been a, it's been great catching up with friends, catching up with great hosts. But today I am here with a special guest with Dominic Cabrera. He's pretty much my god brother, I'd say, because of through marriage. His mom's my godmother. And this gentleman here, he's got a very impressive resume. He is one of Australia's leading drummers, I would say. Or if I'm sure a lot of Australians would know or don't know as much as unless you're in the music industry. Dominic Cabrera has a unbelievable um, lineup behind him. He's had he's played drums for Christine Anu, Conrad Sewell, Chris Sebastian, Guy Sebastian, Delta Goodrum, Jessica Malboy, Samantha Jade. Timo Matic, Justice Guru, Rob Mills, Dan Walker. What an absolutely great lineup. So thank you for coming on board. Dom, how you doing? How you doing? Hey, good to see us. Thanks for having me. It's been, it's actually take two for us. So. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if we're allowed to say, hey, good to see you. It's been years. <laughs> it's take two. It's It's been a whirlwind two months and it's, he should have been one of my original guests but things happen and yeah we're redoing the actual podcast so dom tell us a bit about yourself tell us your where you grew up and your background yeah so i was born in by background born and raised in the philippines i moved here when i was here in sydney when i was 12 which is pretty much when i met you yeah, we were in the same community together in YFC, but our moms do go way back in their singles yeah. days, working for the National Food Authority in the Philippines. That's right. But where I met you is my formative years in in music, where I shedded my guitar, playing my bass, playing and my drums, doing worships and doing conference state conferences and stuff like that. And it gives me chills, bro. Just <laughs> going back. <laughs> yeah, that's where it was. I was like, yeah, that's where a lot of the hours first started. Yeah. yeah, now I'm a, I've been a professional touring, recording, session musician for years now. Yeah, years. for many, many stars. Yeah, and, so, uh, and many independent as well. Yeah. Independent artists and yeah, came out of the Australian Institute of Music in 2010. So I've just been working since, yeah, blessed and fortunate to be in Sydney for it. It's a good city yeah. to, to be a musician. Yeah, I think music is starting to boom here in Australia. In Australia, Sydney as well. So I think you're in the for, forefront of that. Yeah, um, so. so what was life like before starting business? So I know you went to AIM. Yep. Yeah. Share share something about it. Yeah, so I actually didn't finish my didn't finish high school. I had a really bad anxiety disorder, like OCD around that time, obsessive compulsive disorder. And my music teacher, Miss Junie, was like my second mom. She was the only one I could speak to at the time, and she understood. So she spoke to my family and to, to the school, and all I did was my music agency, which I marked pretty well for. 
Sorry, I live near the airport. And he, I did my music HSC, did a, like therapy, MacArthur Mental Health Institute for a year. And then I just worked retail because they said, you just have to be busy. You take physically exert yourself. That's at the time that was to buy the book cure for any like yeah. kind of disorders. <laughs> yeah. So I just worked retail for three years, practicing on, um, on electric drums, like rubber pads. If you probably remember it when you'd come over yeah. and see it. And then I didn't even know session musician was a career. I thought I could I'm like, oh, I could probably teach drums at the end of this. And then eventually I, uh, yeah, I'm like, well, I can get a Bachelor of Music through the Australian Institute of Music, maybe, if I audition. Didn't tell him I didn't have a HSC. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, fortunately made it in and the rest is... I think is, music, you don't really need specific qualifications to get in unless you're, you actually need anything is that right or... maybe not quoting the australian institute of music but <laughs> maybe i just didn't mention it maybe i just didn't mention it or maybe they didn't know but we're here now and i have my bachelor of music <laughs> that is so awesome yeah well, let's just go back with having the ocd how did it trigger it for you and it's bad i think it was un undiagnosed since i was a kid for a while or maybe it was an anxiety at the time and then take, took the form of OCD later on in life. But it was bad. Through high school, it was bad. I don't know if like you found, like, I was weird. I was a weird kid. It, we'd have it got to the point where it manifested itself through cleanliness. But I'd binge, just like someone with, what do you call it? I'd have to get everything dirty. <laughs> like not clean for a while. Yeah. Not get it dirty. Not clean for a while. And then... Before I couldn't go to school until like I glen 20 something like in this direction, up, yeah. down, left, northeast, southwest, <laughs> north, <laughs> west, southeast, like that level of, of each wall in the house and the whole house would smell like chemicals. And my friends from high school would be like outside my door going, bro, let's go, we're late for school. I can't, it was pretty like severe. But over the years, I think, and in business as well, sorry to yeah. cheesily tie it into this, but I think it's also... It was a gift and a curse. I've come to look at it. The thoroughness I got out of OCD when I practice, don't stop until it's perfect, even though I've been in the practice room for six, six hours. And like, just, yeah, it keeps like my quality control up. That's awesome. Of the products that's I great. offer. And yeah. the, so that's, I try to focus on the gifts of it as well. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. It's, um, it. I guess it's helped you in a way with your, where you went as a musician yeah or maybe if i went into something else it would serve as a gift as well so yeah. i guess the double-edged sword but i tend to focus on the positive side positive. so after finishing australian institute of music graduated partied what happened after that what happened after that I think by the last semester, I was already getting kind of gigs. And then I had to, I actually deferred. I didn't get my, I didn't get my Bachelor of Music, surprise. Just my HSC, because by the last semester, I was getting gigs and I was palming it off to other students. I was giving it to my friends and I'm like, I should be doing these because that's the point of studying music. So yeah. I deferred, I had, I did my recital, marked really well. I think at the time it was like third highest in school's history a friend has since bumped me down or maybe a few people have <laughs> but, but yeah i was i was palming off gigs but i'm like i should be doing gigs so i had two classes left did my recital just celebrated as if i graduated and then just started doing rock gigs at the time like straight into like pubs like six months 
of like bookings and we just lugged three wise monkeys in the city or bull and bush and like the even out in the hills and yeah yeah um, yeah. <laughs> yeah like all those it's like that and at the time i didn't even have a kit and mom would drive me to gigs and yeah and she'd wait in the car and it was like that it was yeah super supported by family as well yeah um, you, you got a very very musical family your uncle your mom your your aunties the, you guys all are in the music industry oh i have that music talent but yeah know. yeah even as fillers were musical i didn't even realize that was a thing just because we're fillers and it's always around us we're not if we're not dancing we're singing r&b if we're not doing karaoke we're playing basketball these inbuilt things but then as i entered the music industry i realized that filipinos are very much respected around the world as as good musicians so that yeah. It's the yeah, karaoke I thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, my um, family's musical. Mom taught me guitar. Everyone sings. Either they, auntie, was a professional singer before. And my uncle's like the OG touring musician. They toured with yeah. the Beatles and the Jackson 5. Nice. Yeah. What were the big wins early on? That like, As a musician, as a drummer, what was the early wins? Because I know that musicians, either they finish their degree and then they don't know what to do. They go, oh, no, I think I'm going to go corporate or something like that. But what's the early wins for you as a drummer? Probably that's one of them. Yeah, the fact that even just statistically, the percentage of people coming out of music schools and ending up becoming professional musicians. Yeah. Yeah, statistically, it's a minority for sure. The, yeah, the fact that I had a good connection to the uh, to the music industry in Sydney by the second half of uni, we started uh, going to the jam nights that like senior Sid- Sydney musicians were holding. We'd carry all our gear after Wednesday class and go to that jam night and they would let us sit in. And uh, if we're bad, call us out and kick us off the stage <laughs> but usually yeah get to sit in for a song or two and then they're very welcoming to them as the gate gateway to the music industry the sydney's music scene yeah slowly mentored us and passed on some gig to us and until we became good friends with them and yeah and, and i think just as a filipino as a minority making it through any industry yet alone this one the there aren't too many by that time there weren't too many of us. I think there was only like Kevin Mendoza, who was the only other kind of. What did Kevin uh, do? Filipino. He was a drummer. He was drummer just Malboy's drummer. Yeah. Oh, nice. um, worked a lot with Daryl Beaton. He's like one yeah. of the kind of legendary musical directors in Sydney. And uh, yeah, I guess he's already opened some of the doors for me to walk into. Yeah. On the flip side, what, what events happened where you weren't so sure if like being a drummer you would survive as being a drummer but you ended up figuring it out and pulling through so what was the social what happened where if you were like when you started as a drummer yeah and you thought that you wouldn't survive oh but you figured out how to pull through it like a like early kind of yeah early days struggles yeah not so much that i wouldn't be a drummer but maybe just like relations with the groups the first groups you start with yeah like obviously you go through band breakups and getting kicked out of bands and like that kind of stuff that was that was new to me we had a breakup on stage well on on stage where it's like you stop in in between the song or i think we did finish the last song and then before we got off stage we just got in each other's faces (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, young men, a lot of testosterone. Yeah, more that, like that rough period or you're finding yourself as a man, so are the other people you're working with. So it's a little bit rough in the edges, socially and wise. More that than really struggling to, oh, am I going to be a drummer or not? Because it felt like at the time, it just felt, I don't know. I don't know if it was young man gusto or like young man delusion or confidence or whatever but it was just like if i if it doesn't work out with this band then i'll go with another band it was all or nothing music for me yeah at the time and i'm lucky that i'm so lucky to be in sydney for it like the more you we travel i realize that even the musicians we studied in school or in america or even just in melbourne and stuff don't necessarily earn more than us like they yeah. they do more sets for less money or like off tour They'd play a club and just pass a hat around in America sometimes. Wow. Yeah. So we're lucky to be in Sydney that's got like a good support. Yeah. And a good like a set business. Uh, it's lucrative. It's lucrative for musicians. <laughs> it's, yeah. Lucky to be in the city. Yeah. That's, uh, it's great to know that you're, there's money coming, food to eat, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Bless um, you. What makes you stand out as a musician, as a drummer, from your competitors? Oh, I like that. Again, we were talking about, as we were talking about double-edged swords, I also try to look at me being you know, a brown boy, an island Filipino. I think that was a thing as well. You naturally stick out. So I just leaned into that. And I was kind of, I, don't, I grew up, I grew up very much in the, the alternative scene, the punk and hardcore scene, while Philo's, other fellows when we were kids were dancing and listening to R&B and playing yeah. basketball. I was putting on like <laughs> punk bracelets and like playing music and hiding behind the instrument and hiding behind the emo fringe and stuff like that. So I've always just gone against the grain naturally. So every time I feel like I enter a space where everyone's doing this, I'll go the other way. If everyone's marketing themselves this way, I'll do my own thing. If everyone sounds this way, I'll do my own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully it that's, works out for me. Um, yeah, that's yeah. one way to stand out, to to actually see yourself uh, going in another direction to what others are doing. And it, it helps being a drummer, being able to actually show your different talents. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. What motivates you daily? Motivates me daily the love for what I do love for the instrument to this day and doesn't feel like a chore like 22 years it feels like it's been like a cheat code in life or i haven't really had to answer to a boss or i haven't really had to worry about getting sacked or anything like that it's uh, i just love the instrument i can wake up and go to the studio sit down and just shut away play for hours and do a gig at night the idols the people i look up to and the paths they they trailblazed and you know how good because it's such a rare kind of it's like a low it's in the low percentile of occupations. There's so many ways to go about. And yeah, a lot of my different idols just went about things different way. Like some are clinicians who do clinic tours and masterclasses and workshops all over Europe. And some do DJ, playing with the DJ circuit in America. Some go through a band. And some are like session plates. So there's so many different avenues. And that's inspiring to me. It's yeah. just hard my own path. I've seen you actually play in some of your videos anyway, play in dance studios as the yes. music. Yeah. Shout out to all the dancers. That, that is awesome. I'm, I haven't seen dance studios do that until like I actually saw you 
because my brother my brother does a lot of dance competitions and he's around a lot of the studios and I've never seen someone actually have drummers there to actually perform that is awesome yeah yeah cheers you yourself used to be in a dance crew with my older cousin (laughs) Chris Dax is actually I've I've interviewed Chris he's gonna be in the next episode as well so so yeah we're reliving our guidance days (laughs) yes yeah shout out to all the dancers i was very again familiar to it because in our community it's such a big your your brother hosted so many of these events and planted so many seeds that people went on to to pursue so when we were starting out coming out fresh out of music school out of uni the jam night we started is which is like my family band now sexy sun where all of our careers started wendy who went on to become musical director for guy sebastian kyle who went on to play bass for Malboy, etc etc so many dan who plays for everyone all the tv shows we used to just be a jam night where it was the wedding of the muso scene the theater scene and the dancing and we'd have it on the sunday because in performing arts our weekends monday to tuesday so we'd have that and then just stay there till nighttime where we'd get like a tap dancer like the cast of underbelly would come up and jam and like tevin campbell or whoever's touring would just come would come through yeah and started from there and like the the relationship so We'd, we'd use them for gigs where we'd need dancers. They'd use us for gigs where they need musicians. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a fam affair. Yeah, performing collaborating artists. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That's what being an artist is all about. Yeah. Going forward, what big goals do you have for you as a musician for the next, let's say, three to ten years? Well, this holds me accountable, saying this in public. <laughs> but I've, I've, I've been long overdue for my own original stuff as an artist. I think um, so, yeah. Yeah, as a, like the producer side of things, composing side of things, arrangement side of things. I never really release, but I always record tidbits here and there. In the session side of things, I don't feel like I can be away for too long because, but I maybe transitioning to more international stuff. Most international touring musicians are from either the UK or the US, but I'd like to change that. We always have friends touring in the the UK and they come back and they're like, you know, the talent we have here is like, is world-class. Like any of us can go there and do this. And that's really encouraging. We realize it's like, we're just so far away, but talent wise and ability wise, we can do what everyone else is doing in the world. And we can do that internationally. Yeah. Yeah. A couple goals there. So there's being, traveling and doing your own. That would be awesome. It would be, I'd love to hear your own music coming yeah, out there yeah cheers uh, i'm yeah. accountable now i'll play this podcast and sh- send it to you when it's when you start launching your own music yes sir <laughs> yes sir i said it here first as a drummer as a traveling musician what advice do you have for aspiring musicians and business owners yeah i might have said some of this in our uh, first take yeah but uh, be be calm Find calmness in your heart. In calmness, I think the best decisions come from that. Where emotions start, intelligence ends, I I tend to think sometimes. But so yeah, be calm and just look at everything from not just your perspective, not just the other person's perspective, the benefit of you and your partners or your clients. Learn focus nice and early. I think, especially in my line of work, in any line of work, we, we can get distracted especially in that young man decade of 20s, like women, and then it strays this way, recreational partying, it strays this way. But I think it's cool to do those things and experience things, but keep it, stay focused on the goal. Yeah, keeping it in mind. 
Yeah. yeah. And just be true to yourself. The, the easy, most of the time, again, I guess client liaison or just hanging out is social, is talking and just marinating energy with another person. Not necessarily. I'd play three hours, but on tour, the rest of it's just hanging out. So my energy better be correct. Yeah. And I'm a pleasure to hang with. Yeah. Um, I better be a pleasure to hang with. <laughs> yeah. To, to you lose. You lose relationships when you're not, right? Yeah, 100%. How do you want to impact the world and what kind of legacy <laughs> do you want to have? Through my music, whether it's playing for other people and touching people in the three hours that are, or two hours or hour that I'm up there on stage, whoever it touches, may it be just making them feel good because they're going through something or inspiring someone who wants to take a similar path. And, right. and also specifically people who had the same background as me, like the anxiety disorder, depression, the mental health side of things. Yeah, I hope I somehow through my vocation help yeah. touch people in, in that way. Hopefully we get people to actually listen to the episode and be inspired by your upbringing going from having OCD and being a successful musician. Hope so, yeah. In terms of business, in terms of reading, do you have any books that you can recommend for our listeners? Yes, I do. So focus, I think I, I did say it in our first take, yeah. focus is a big thing. It's a big thing by something Goldman. Forgive me if I forget yeah. the first name. That helped me a lot. And I think that came, that was given to me by a friend. Nudge said, hey, you need to focus more. <laughs> to me. I was kind of like getting distracted. I'm like, oh, okay. That's one. To be honest, like, I guess it's cliche now, but I don't think, I think it's timeless. But any of those kind of mainstream motivational books, whichever one speaks to you, whichever one resonates with you, Power of, power of Now, The Subtle Art of... Um, Not giving a... <laughs> yeah, like all of those. I know it can reach a mainstream level sometimes where it gets a bit, oh yeah, I already know that. But each soul is different. Each people speak different languages. Like they understand, they receive, some people receive things differently and reject things differently. Yeah, read, read, read as much as you can of those and some of it will stick with you and you can choose what to, to not yeah. stick with you. Yeah, pick and choose what helps you at that point in time. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect, perfect. I think it's that's a nice... I really want to get that book focus. It's it's something that I I get lost in focus. I was telling Dax in my last interview with him. He's I've been planning this podcast for over ten years, and I think it's the I had the, finally found the time to just get get this podcast this year. But it's ten years in the making. But now it's is it's out there now and i'm thriving and all the people that's listening are really enjoying all the episodes yes sir yeah i hear it's doing really well shout yeah. out to you shout out to you for doing this and for doing well at it and the guys we came up with doing their own thing like dax yeah. is a uh, what's it suits and suits or shirts suits yeah. or shirts yeah. yeah it's um that's awesome yeah it's it's been a great journey so far it's been just under two months in the making and then we're making some noise yeah and getting a lot of business owners and musicians hopefully get some attention that they truly deserve to finish off if our listeners need help with music or business or they have any questions and they let's say they want to work with you how can they reach you you can reach me by email Cabrera, that's my surname, cabrera.dcd at gmail.com. 
Yeah. Like slide into my DM, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, handles at DCD underscore Cabrera. That's right. Yeah, I'm not hard to find. So yeah, just log online and you find it somewhere. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes so that they can go hit you up. Um, I know there'll be a lot of inspiration from what you've done and hopefully they learn from you as well. So yes, bro. Hope it helps. Thank you. Thank you again, Dom, for being part of this journey of mine. And thank you for sharing your story. Hopefully we can get it out there and people learn from what you've done as a musician as well. Hope it helps, man. Cheers. Any- Thanks for having me. Any last words? Let's have dinner soon. Family affair. Yep. <laughs> I'll definitely speak to Jamie and, and the in-laws. Make sure that we all have you guys over here for dinner. Yeah. Sounds good. Gotta <laughs> yeah, see the they, kids. Yeah. The, the kids. I think they saw you last for Dom's, my brother-in-law's uh, recital. recital. Yeah. That was the only time. And I was saying, that's five, six. Is it? Is that been five years ago or something? I can't like believe that? it. They, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the last time I saw you, I think. So Yeah, plus the COVID time skip. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely catch up and yeah, have we'll prepare dinner for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you again, Dom, and I will see you very soon. And for those people that want to come and subscribe, listen, shout out to to Dom to help us put some reviews on all the podcast networks so that we can go up the rankings so thank you again and have a great day dom cheers you too okay thank you you've been listening to the business launch podcast stay tuned for more episodes and come and visit our website at businesslaunch.agency. Thank you and have a great day.